This is an AMI podcast. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. Welcome back. It's now with Dave Brown on AMI-tv. Finding the right gift for the kids in your life is challenging. Finding the right gift that is inclusive can be even harder. That's what TFH Canada is aiming to change. TFH stands for Therapy, Freedom, Happiness. Leslie Rockland is the Managing Director at TFH Special Needs Toys Canada. Hey, Leslie, thank you for making a little bit of time this morning. Great to chat with you. Uh, thanks, Dave, for inviting TFH Special Needs Toys to your show. So, Leslie, let, let's talk about the work that you're doing here more broadly. What differentiates the sensory toys from the generic toys on the market? Right. So the difference is in how the toys are beneficial. There's really something magical about bringing attention to and learning through your senses. This type of activity removes standard rules and engages the power of play, which as a recreation therapist is uh, really important to me. So I know that uh, sensory play provides layers of success over time, if that makes sense. So the, you're building skills. So those opportunities you're building through play can be transferable. And our tools and toys support all people to be included in ways they may not have ever been before by helping them to build language, physical and cognitive skills while opening doors to social development. I imagine this is going to come up in talking about a few of the toys specifically, but what are some of the general characteristics of a sensory-friendly toy? So some of the characteristics of those sensory-friendly toys are meeting the senses of the body. So things like uh, your tactile awareness or your uh, understanding of how weight feels on you, how visually appealing it is, how auditory or sound it is. So sometimes we're combining those things. And every day there's different products that can you know, work with that. They don't have to be toy-like or seen as a regular toy, but some of them just have added benefits to them so that we're making sure that the communication connection and independent play, things that help to engage your senses uh, and navigate developing. So I guess mostly in like a failure-free way. Mm. So you've got a couple toys here that uh, may jump out for folks over the holiday season or any season, quite frankly, mm -hmm. beginning with Theo the therapy dog or Chloe the comfort cat. Yeah, so Theo's actually right here behind me. I'm just going to grab him down. So this is Theo. And Theo is a dog who is incredibly soft. He's got dangly little legs on him. So these are weighted and do dangle. He's got really soft sewn in eyes. So we're not worried about eyes being picked out or eaten or any kind of choking hazards. He's also fully washable. He has a lavender belly. We can take, open him up and take his lavender pouch out, warm that up and cool it down. Oh, wow. So yeah, so he's just, he's just cozy. <laughs> Great little little guy. And, you know, cute, right? Just like Chloe. Chloe up there is my sensory cat. And so I'm not sure if you can see her in screen or not, but I can always bring her down. Uh, she's she's behind your shoulder, but she's a little, she's a little uh, wa washed out. Uh, okay. But, but we, we have a couple pictures that we can throw up on screen. So, so don't worry about yeah. pulling her down. 
Okay. So Chloe is amazing. She has great big eyes. So in the, you know, the difference to being with Theo, the eyes are much more there, brighter looking. And she's just, just as soft, the same weight. She's about two and a half pounds. Uh, so just enough to kind of, you know, feel it on your leg, feel it on your shoulder, give you that little bit of compression, like a hug. Oh, I love it. It's like, it's, it's like having a beautiful stuffed animal. It's the beautiful, more sensory-friendly right? stuffed animal. I love that one. Okay, yeah. switching gears a little bit here, because there's a couple cool toys to talk about, including the Spangla Orb. Yeah. So my Spangla Orb is a large plastic ball. Um, it does plug in, so you don't have to worry about batteries. You can hang it from the ceiling. But it's an amazing product, because, again, for someone who has uh, vision loss or has, you know, sight needs... So we can use it for tracking. We can use it as a nightlight. You can use it as something that we hide under other products to softly illuminate a room. So it has different capabilities, but it also sparkles nicely. You can see by the pictures they're showing how big it actually is. So it's not something you're going to lose easily. It is definitely not a ball, so we're not going to kick it. But uh, in terms of what it's meant for in a sensory space, um, it's really lovely. It's one of the things that I've noted over the years. I've done a couple stories about sensory rooms and sensory spaces. I've always loved the way that therapists are thinking about the usage of light. Not too bright, not too dark, but always some interesting motion to it. Right, and controllable, right? You want to be able to have that for some people are fine. They're jarred by a bright light in their face or they need a little more light than what other people are needing. It's just depending on what their vision needs are. I think the next one that I'd love to talk about uh, might speak to the inner DJ or the inner TV host that I was when I was a kid. Uh, you've got uh -huh. out and created some recordable communication buttons. Yes. So recordable communication buttons are these fabulous little guys here. And I'm sure you have a few shots of them as well. But they are palm size. So here's one available to you. And what you can do with it is I've actually recorded for you. And hopefully you can hear it on my mic. So they're, <laughs> they, uh, you can record over and over again. There's a simple little red button. You hear the button, and when it beeps, you record your about eight seconds worth of sounds. You can be anything, and then you release it. It beeps twice, and you're ready to go. So whatever you put into here. So even if it's something like a message you're sending to school or something in a lunch bag or something in a backpack, a communication tool, or something in the morning, you, know, you can put it on like the bathroom counter or the kitchen counter. Hey, you know, I, good morning. I love you. Yeah. And you get to hear that person's voice. Oh, I, I, I really like an idea like that. And, and Leslie, forgive me, my, my, my sense of perception on, on, on size is not always great, but they're round and they're what? They're, they're probably less than six inches in diameter, give or take? They are, yep. They're about the size of your palm, minus your fingers. Oh, yeah, totally, totally portable, totally reasonable. And I can, yeah. I, I can imagine these may be specifically thought of for someone who has a verbal difference, who might be nonverbal, but I can see how these would be really useful for almost anybody to have fun with. Well, I think absolutely, because I don't think that, you know, there's certain times in our days that we may not be able to access the skill. Just because we have the skill doesn't mean we can always access it. So in times of discomfort or trauma, you'd be able just to push that and be have your um, communication worked for you. There's another one here on the list that just jumps out to me because I know that when I was a kid, my sister and I used to play with it relentlessly, and that was a little red cart. Well, you've created your own version of a little red sensory cart. 
Correct. So the Little Red Sensory Cart was developed in conjunction with the Hospital for Sick Children, uh, with the child life specialists and uh, the occupational therapists. So when they're doing dressing changes and where they're doing discomfortable and not, you know, wanted activities, but we don't have to sedate, we don't have to, you know, medically intervene, we can use the power of play to be able to change the colors. So I can show you that button box you're seeing there, if I have my button box up, I'm able to take the hurricane tube, which is an air tube behind me, and I can choose the colors that I want to see around me. So it's not something that is um, meant to be just looked at. We want people to engage with it. We want people to be able to create the space that they need and also to not necessarily focus on what's uncomfortable, but focus on what's fun. Yeah, yeah, taking those moments of uncomfortability and creating a little bit of a distraction that still puts you in control. It, it makes it makes total sense to me. I'm, I'm jumping ahead here again, Leslie, but this is okay. one that I that I just, that, that I love because as a child, I loved being on the swings. As an adult, I like pushing my niece on the swings. I was delighted when I was at a park in Ottawa a few weeks ago and I could actually fit on the swing and I was swinging too. Uh, what are, what's your take on the swing? So TFH uh, has a flagship product. And that's one of the things that started us over 25 years ago in developing our sensory line. And so we have a often uh, replicated, often copied product. I can bring it up here. And it comes for children, teen and adults. So you definitely, Dave, could fit into our adult <laughs> swing seat. No problem at all. And it has seat liners should you want them, but it also has a five-point harness for anyone who needs the trunk support and control. It can also tilt back with the use of the ropes and adjusting the ropes. Fits to any standard swing frame. We do supply a larger swing frame meant for our adult bodies, but it, uh, it's a pretty popular product for us, just that it's encompassing for anyone can sit and swing or sway. Mm. Leslie, you mentioned the origin story dating back a couple of decades here. Mm -hmm. why, why was this something that you and your colleagues wanted to undertake uh, all that time ago? Why, why did you feel that there was a place for you to do this kind of work and serve the needs of, the, the broad needs of a lot of different people? Yeah, this is really a coming home for me. I started off, so I do have uh, cousins that have diagnoses and I've grown up as the person who's always a, able to and just recognized how I'm going to get my friends and my cousins to play with me, what I needed to do to adapt my environment so that I was included. And that transpired late, years later, I was coaching gymnastics and I ended up working for Variety Village and working with their deaf blind gymnastics uh, at the high level. So the children who were preparing to go to Special Olympics. So that was an amazing uh, opportunity for me to really hone my skills and take what I knew just from my growing up experiences into bringing it out there. So it was the first start for me. And then I met with TFH. We were designing the Whitby Ability Center mm. and the sponsors for that were looking for something that wasn't already on the market, wasn't well known here and looking to bring a change to sensory and I guess the snoozle and therapy, occupational therapy, show different products and tools from a very different non-corporate point of view. There's clearly a need for a lot of the work that you do, and unfortunately, some people may not have the same financial me me uh, means to get those resources. Are, what kind of special grants uh, exist for people who want to get their hands on these products? Yep. So we have uh, worked with quite a few different organizations in the past. Currently, one of the ones that we're having more uh, opportunities with is Jordan's Principal. So they're available mostly to Native uh, children, their families, other organizations like Civitans, uh, Rotary Clubs, Lions organizations. 
those are some of the places that often have the ability to help fund certain parts of sensory equipment or sensory rooms. But we also know that if you search for special needs grants, uh, either in Canada or special needs grants in your province, there's definitely opportunities there. Hey, Leslie, this is fantastic chatting with you. I'm going to share the website on the way out here for folks to learn a little bit more. But thank you for the time you took today. Thank you for profiling a few of these project products. Keep up the great work and let's connect again down the road. I'd love to. Thank you. That's Leslie Rockland, Managing Director at TFH Special Needs Toys Canada. For more information, you can visit specialneedstoys.com, specialneedstoys.com to learn more. Coming up after the break, there have been some layoffs at CBC. Alex Smythe wants the roundtable to consider what the broader media landscape looks like in Canada. And I think you are well aware that I am going to have some thoughts on this. This is Now with Dave Brown on AMI-tv. Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. The Walrus is Canada's conversation, and you're invited to take part. Download AMI's Voices of the Walrus, where professional narrators read selected articles from the magazine. Available wherever you download your AMI podcasts.